welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Now, if this is your first episode, then welcome to the podcast family. I am so happy to have you here. And today, it's a great episode for you to join in on because today I am answering some of the frequently asked questions that I get around mindset, manifestation, money mindset, and all of those kind of law of attraction type questions. So welcome to the podcast family. If you're not already following me on Instagram, then make sure you come and say hi. I am victoria.maskell. And if you ever want any of the information about these episodes, either hop over to Instagram, send me a DM. I really love it when people do that. Please don't be shy. It's so, so nice to connect with you and actually know who's listening. Um, Or check the show notes. I always put all of the links with everything I'm talking about in the show notes. But let's dive into today's episode because I put a poll on my Instagram. I looked at the questions I often get in my DMs and in my emails. And today is part two. And I think there's going to need to be a part three because I get so many different questions. I really want to answer as many of them as possible for you today. So I think we're going to get through four in today's episode. So let's start with the first one. First one is Uh, can you manifest a specific person? Now, sometimes I get questions around manifesting a soulmate, um, manifesting a dream relationship, manifesting a specific client, or a specific kind of business collaboration. So I'm going to answer that in all kind of all together in this one question. Can you manifest a specific person? Now, People have different views on this, but I am going to share mine and I'm going to share why. So the the quick answer, yeah, of course, you can manifest anything. So yes, you can manifest a specific person, but here's the caveat. Here's the thing that people don't really talk about. That specific person that you manifest might not be the one you are actually thinking of. Now you're probably like, well, wait, does that mean I'm not manifesting a specific person? So let me just pull back on this a little bit. When it comes to manifestation, when it comes to the law of attraction, the only thing you can control is you. 
you can control how you feel, how you think. And sometimes we, we, we don't really feel like we can control how we feel, but we can. We are more in control of our emotions, our body, our actions than we think we are. But when it comes to manifestation, no matter what you've got on your goals, your vision boards, your lists, really, if you dig down and if you really ask yourself, why do I want things? Why do I want that? Why do I want that person? The real goal is to manifest health and happiness. Because without health, without happiness, the other stuff doesn't really matter. So when we've got that ultimate goal of the health and the happiness, that naturally means we're a magnet for attracting wealth, attracting abundance, attracting amazing relationships, etc. So one of the mistakes people make with manifestation in general is that they actually try and focus on specifics that are out of their control. So like a really specific person or a specific house or a specific car or a specific handbag. And you might now be thinking, uh, Victoria, you have a vision board workshop and you talk about like why we should have vision boards and get super specific with the images. Don't worry, I'm going to totally explain that. This is one of the paradoxes with the law of attraction and manifestation. But when you understand it, it makes so much sense. You see how the two can live in harmony. So people make this mistake of focusing on things that are out of their control. So particularly if you're trying to manifest a person, and I think a lot of the time when people ask me this question around manifesting a specific person, yeah, it might be a specific client, it might be a specific collaboration, but a lot of the time it's a specific romantic relationship. And we've all been in that situation, haven't we, when we like someone more than they like us. And it hurts and it's tough. And particularly when you are doing things like online dating, you know, you're like, why hasn't that person responded? And maybe if you're on a dating app, for example, you might be getting five or six different messages from other people, but the one you really want, the one that you think you will connect with and have an amazing relationship with the most isn't replying and it feels frustrating. And obviously there are so many different reasons why people might want to manifest a specific person. But what happens is you get really focused on that individual. Now, it's a bit of an annoying response, but sometimes when we can't have something, we want it even more. And when that's applied to a person, again, we get all these feelings of, I know they'll be the right person and I'm sure they'll be exactly what I want and need. And you just get in the wrong headspace. But what I'm saying is, we've all been there. If this is how you're feeling, don't worry. Hopefully what I'm gonna say next is really gonna help you. So remember that you can't control another person. You, We don't have any right to control someone else's thoughts, feelings, actions. We can only control ourselves. And if you take a second and step back from this, if you do that classic thing when you ask yourself, if this was my best friend, what would I say to them? When you do that, you can kind of start to see a bigger picture and you think, well, I know I feel like this person would be perfect for me, but what if they're not? What if if I started a relationship with this person, I'd actually be missing out on a better relationship that I haven't seen yet. It's like taking a step back and saying, well, maybe the universe does know a bit more about me than I realize, or maybe the universe, and I use the word the universe, and obviously for some people that's God, that's angels, that's spirits, that's science. Pick whatever feels right for you. 
but maybe there is a, a, a bigger understanding, a bigger picture. And actually, you've got your blinkers on for this person, but maybe the reason they're not showing up is because they're not actually meant to, or it's just not the right time yet. It's kind of a case of, well, maybe you need to be doing something else. Maybe something else needs to slot into place before that person manifests. And that goes with any type of manifestation. Sometimes it's not on our timeline, but that doesn't mean it's not going to manifest. So what you really want to focus on is instead of focusing on that individual, park that to one side for a moment, focus on the feelings you think that person will bring to you. Think about how that person will enrich your life. Will they bring you feelings of love, affection, security, confidence, joy? Will it be a feeling of being in a partnership, having that support? Will it be that actually it'll give you the opportunity to support them and allow you to take on that role? Now, I'm really sorry if you can hear that. That is my cat trying to break into the room as I'm recording this podcast. But I want you to focus on those things. Then, when you have got that focus, when you have got that understanding of the feelings that you want for you, then you can get excited. Then you can start thinking about a specific person. Then you can start thinking about maybe their physical traits or their age or their gender or what they do for a living. But those specifics are only there to help you get excited about the manifestation as a whole. It always has to start with how you want to feel, what you want that person to bring into your life, because that's the only thing you get to control. And like I said at the start, yes, you can manifest a specific person, but that might not be the specific person you're thinking of because maybe you haven't met that perfect person yet. Maybe the person you're focusing on wouldn't actually be right for you. They wouldn't be able to give you those positive feelings that you want, but actually focusing on them helps you to act as if, helps you to activate that vibration, helps you to get yourself into a place where you are all those things. And That's something else I should be saying probably here in terms of this question. When it comes to manifestation, remember, we are a mirror for like experiences. So if we want to manifest someone who is loving, who is affectionate, who gives us confidence confidence, sorry, and brings us joy, we need to be those things first. So when you're manifesting a specific person, you need to come from a place of being complete, being... Um, happy, being, feeling like you are enough because you are enough before that person who is going to just complement all those things can be magnetized into your life. And let me know if this is something you want me to do another episode on because I haven't done huge amounts around relationships, manifestation, etc. So let me know if that is something you want some more detail on. But hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight into whether you can manifest a specific person or not. Okay, second question. In many different forms, I get asked this, but basically, how can I manifest money? A question that I'm sure every single person, no matter what level their business is, if they're in a nine to five, whether you're a student, everyone probably wants the answer to this because money is a really important tool. I think money is villainized. I think money is talked about in more of a negative way than a positive way. And I hope this podcast 
helps to shift that, even if it's just a small amount. I think it's really important that we actually talk about money as energy, money as a tool, money as a positive thing that is available for everyone. And hopefully that helps people just shift things a little bit in their businesses. So how can I manifest money? Right, the first part of this answer, manifesting money can be just like manifesting anything else because it's all energy. Money is energy. Money is a tool. In the same way that you manifest anything, you can manifest money. But the problem is, as human beings, we've learned a lot of negativity around money. We have learned to separate ourselves from money. And what we tend to do is people put themselves away from money. They kind of put money on a pedestal and then separate themselves from it, suggesting that manifesting money is difficult or manifesting money particularly is something that's hard for them. I get so many questions about, I can manifest this and this and this, but the one thing I can't manifest is money. And straight away when I see that, that's telling me that people have, or this person in particular, or the people who send these questions, have some specific limiting beliefs around money. Whether this is a feeling of not being worthy, and this might just be a feeling of not being worthy of that next level of money, feeling guilty for having more, or it could be just feeling guilty for asking for it. Maybe you're comparing yourself to other people, other professions, other people in the world. With all the stuff that's going on with 2020 and 2021 that we're in now, obviously, maybe there's a feeling of, well, actually, I kept my job and I still have my business. Maybe I shouldn't be asking to manifest more money because that's not fair compared to someone who doesn't have any or has lost their job or is really struggling. And what I say to that is, number one, that's a compassionate point of view. That's an empathetic point of view. But it's also based on this view that there's a limited supply and that you've already got a chunk of it. And by asking for more, you're taking more than your share. So what I would say to that is, let's shift that into, we live in an abundant universe and opportunities are available for everyone. This is something I talk about a lot in the book. So um, if this is your first ever podcast episode, I've written a book that's available on my website, victoriamaskell.com, all about the science of getting rich, but the fast track version for the 21st century. Um, All about how to see money differently, how to make money differently, how to think differently about money. So if you are interested in finding out more, click the link in my show notes or go to victoriamaskell.com. But it's really important with any form of manifestation that we look at the beliefs that are driving it. So if you want to manifest money, I've got like a a very quick three-step process from where you can start. So number one, start small and build up the amounts you want to manifest. So play a money manifestation game. Get good at receiving money no matter how small because the universe doesn't think that a dollar is easier to manifest than $100 or $1,000 or $10,000. We do that. We put that limit on ourselves. We presume that it must be harder. But remember, I'm gonna go back to that Abraham Hicks quote. It's as easy to manifest a button as it is a castle. I think she probably says it the other way around, Victoria. A castle as it is a button. Because manifestation is a scientific formula. As human beings, we have emotions and we experience things and we learn things. That's how we've survived. But we often learn 
incorrect facts around money based on our experiences or what we were brought up to think and feel and that was just based on their experiences. But if you can play these manifestation games where you start to get excited, you start to get good about it, about manifesting this money, start small because it's going to have less resistance for you. Then step two, like I was just saying, I want you to uncover any limiting beliefs you have around having money, wanting money, desiring money, and receiving money. And actually, I would probably, if you want to take this a step further, write out those four areas. So the having money, the wanting money, the desiring money, and the receiving money because you could have a limiting belief or a money block in any of those areas. So often people people fall into lots of different categories, but particularly with business owners, I see some really clear patterns that pe- people need to shift if they're going to be consistent with their money manifestations. So for example, you might feel okay receiving money, you might feel great asking for money and desiring money, but your block might actually be in having it and you might have been noticing spending cycles. So what you're doing is you maybe make lots of money in your business or you get um, an influx of clients or product sales and then suddenly you found a way to spend that money. And maybe if you look back over the months and the years, you, you actually can notice that that's been a bit of a cycle for you. You've been good at making money. Maybe in the past you had a nine to five and you earned good money, but it never really stuck around. If that resonates, then your block could be around having it. It's okay to ask for it, maybe. Maybe you feel that your skills warrant that level of salary, that level of income, you receive it, but the block is you feel like you shouldn't actually have it, so you find ways of getting rid of it. And that's just one example, but really dig into these limiting beliefs. And then the third step is to rewrite them, because if you don't rewrite them, you are just going to repeat those same patterns. You need to get yourself into that receiving mode. You need to be feeling good about having, wanting, desiring and receiving money. Because when you do that, your point of attraction shifts massively. And I have seen huge influx of product sales, client sales in my own business and in the people I work with when they have made these shifts. And really don't underestimate the power of shifting your mindset. I know lots of people who listen to these episodes are really into manifestation mindset. You're fully on board with me. But if this is your first episode, then try this out. Be open to this idea that actually our mindset drives our actions and our actions drive our results. So if you want to make more money, if you want to grow your business, have more clients, um, have another passive income stream, maybe 2020 really shocked you and you thought, actually, I need some stability in my own life. I, I need to have more control over my income. Then go into it open to the idea that yes, you need strategy. Yes, you need a good product. Yes, you need all of this. But if you don't have the right mindset as a foundation, every action you take is going to come from lack, scarcity, not feeling worthy, and ultimately you're not going to get the results you want. Now, if this has really resonated with you, particularly this idea of growing your business or starting a business in light of all the things that have happened in the last sort of 12 months, and you want to know more, this is the perfect time because on Monday, the 1st of February, I am launching my brand new free workshop 
in my Facebook group called Six Figure Entrepreneur. And in day one, I'm actually gonna be showing you how to identify the gaps between where you are now and what it would take to become your six figure entrepreneur self. Now, if you're interested in joining us, we start on the 1st of February. It's in my Facebook group, which is Next Level Business Mindset. The links will all be in the show notes. If you follow me on Instagram, you can click the link in my bio or just send me a DM or an email. I'm always happy to answer your messages. If you think this is for you, if you want to know how to step into that six-figure entrepreneur mindset, even if you're just starting out, this is for people who are just starting out and for people who are ready to scale and grow. If that sounds like it's for you, I don't want you to miss out on this free workshop. So click the link in the bio, click the link in the show notes, come and join us. And we will take you through five days of absolute money, mindset, business transformation. Okay, now question three then. Should I set dates on my manifestations? Oh, I love this question. Now, I've obviously been playing around with different mindset tools, manifestation tools over the years. And I used to ask myself this question a lot because um, if you've ever seen any of the uh, manifestation checks or checks to the universe or bank of the universe checks, etc., they always have a date on them. So when I started out, I was like, there's got to be a date. So my answer now with what I've learned and experienced and tried and tested If you're thinking, do I need to set a date on my manifestations? My answer is gonna be yes and no. And let me explain, because I know it's really annoying when people do that because you think they haven't actually answered the question. So let me tell you why yes. I think yes, you should set a date on your manifestations because it means you're setting a clear timeframe for the intention. So what that means is you take action. Ultimately, I'm gonna guess like, 90% of us have got some procrastination in our personality. Some people are totally last minute and you know, they leave deadlines and assessments and maybe when they're at school, they would leave projects and homework until the very last minute, but it always got done. Some of us maybe think, oh, I've got two weeks until that's gonna happen. I I can wait another week. It's not a priority. Well, when you set a date on your manifestation, you are setting a clear time frame, so you are in action mode faster. Now, remember with the law of attraction, one of those common mis- misconceptions is, I just think it, I just imagine it, I visualize it, and I'm done. Remember it's called the law of attraction. There has to be action, you have to take action. You need to be moving yourself forward. And the way I think of this is, so that you're at the right place at the right time. And you don't have to know how it's gonna happen. That's part of it, you don't mess with the how, you just take action as if it is a definite, as if there is no doubt, as if this is 100% going to happen. So when there's a a date on your manifestation, you're fired up by that. You are kind of more excited because you've given yourself that time frame. It helps you get focused. It helps you get excited. And for a lot of people, it really makes them feel like it's definitely going to happen because there is this date on it. A bit like, you know, if you've planned a birthday party or a shopping trip or a holiday, there's a date, you know it's gonna happen. Lots of people do countdown things where they have like an app on their phone and every day they're like, oh, it's only three months to go. It gets you excited for it. Versus if you just think, oh, I'm gonna go on holiday soon. Well, well, when soon? 
Is that six months, two years, five years? So that is why I would say yes. Here's why I'd also say no. Sometimes when you set a really specific date, you can start to slip into doubt if it's not showing up. So let's say you had said you were gonna manifest 10,000 pounds in this next month, for example. So let's say by the end of February, when this is being recorded, um, you are going to have manifested 10,000 pounds. Let's say it gets to Valentine's Day and you haven't manifested a single amount of money. Maybe you haven't made a single sale in your business, you've attracted no new clients. How are you gonna feel about that goal of manifesting 10,000 pounds? No doubt, you're probably going to be starting to feel low vibe. You're gonna start to feel scared, worried, nervous. You're gonna start to ask questions about how it's gonna happen. And remember, the how is not our job. That's, that's what the universe deals with. That's when we put the blinkers on and you know we don't focus on what we should be focusing on. So it changes your actions. Let's say it got to the 20th of February and you're like, oh my gosh, there's only eight days left. This isn't possible now. Now we all know, Money can manifest, anything can manifest practically in an instant. Usually it doesn't, usually there is an element of things needing to be put into place, but the actual process of manifestation is happening without us realizing it. So the person who set that deadline, the universe, if we personify it, might be thinking, don't worry, it's coming on the 27th. But the person who is thinking it's the 20th and nothing has shown up, starts to change their actions. They start to sit in doubt. Maybe they pull back. So if you think about this in terms of business, maybe they slow down on their marketing. Maybe when they're talking to people, they feel disheartened. So people don't get to know exactly how amazing their products and services are. It lowers your vibration. So you then become a vibrational match for the things you don't want all because you set a date on it. Obviously, this is also related to your personality type and how you see dates and goals and things. But I think the solution to it is to play around with it. Remembering that the how is not your job and sometimes things don't manifest on our timeline and that can be for a really good reason. It might be because there is something bigger and better. It might be that we just need to fill in one more piece of the puzzle for that manifestation to really take effect. Remember, it could be that actually it's coming on the 1st of March, if we, if we go with my analogy of by the end of February. But if you are pulling back, you're stopping taking the actions, you're sitting in doubt because it hasn't come by that particular date, that's where the problem sits. That's where you start to change your point of attraction and you've actually affected the manifestation without even realizing it. So what I would say is play around with it. Notice how you feel when you set a date. Um, you can also use phrases like this or something better and you can apply that to a date because if you get into the mindset of, well, I would like it by the end of February, but actually if June is the perfect time, then if that is better for me, then I will accept that and I will know that that is for my higher good and actually it's all gonna work out for me in the end. I love that universal phrase, what is meant for you will not pass you by. Anytime I'm feeling self-doubt, anytime I'm worried about my manifestations, I just go back to that and I'm like, okay, if it's meant for me, it won't pass me by. Maybe there's something I don't know yet. Maybe there's something I need to learn. Maybe there's a lesson. Maybe there's something even better and I need to let this thing go to be able to receive that. So I hope that answers that question. 
And I'm just gonna do one more question on signs and synchronicity. So again, lots of different questions, but the, the basic question was, how do I know when I'm seeing a sign? How do I find synchronicities? What, what counts as a synchronicity, etc.? So a lot of this is down to that gut feeling. And the more you work with manifestation, the more you understand your own mindset and you get aware of your feelings and your emotions, the easier it gets to know when something is a sign from the universe. So the first thing I would say is find your particular sign. I've done another podcast episode on this. It's probably way back around the sort of 10, episode 10 maybe. I'll, I'll see if I can link it in the show notes because I've specifically talked about this. But I have two signs from the universe. I have a polar bear and I have a butterfly. And all you have to do is just ask for one. So you can be really straightforward and you can say, universe, I just wanna know what my sign is. And now the way I would probably do this is start with some just light meditation, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, really calm yourself down because you want to be in that state where your um, subconscious mind is at the forefront. So like alpha state or when you're showing those alpha brain waves, which starts to happen when you get relaxed. And then just ask for a sign from the universe. And you'll notice things. Remember, your sign can be anything. Your sign could be an animal, a color, a phrase, um, particular words. It could be anything that feels right. And don't, or try not to judge it. Try not to, to say, oh, I don't know. Is that the right sign? Have I chosen the right one? Just go with it. And then what you will no doubt see is you'll start to see that thing everywhere. Now you might be thinking, right, right, well, polar bears, Victoria, you're gonna see those loads in the winter. But I see them, well, obviously not actual polar bears. I live in the UK, so I don't see actual polar bears all, all year round. But I, I will see like a random picture and there'll be a polar bear on it. And it might be something really small, but my eye is just drawn to it. And every time I see that, I'm like, oh, Oh yeah, and it gives me a feeling of there's something bigger. There's something outside of just my consciousness about something outside of the, the things that I'm fully aware of. And it's a really, really comforting feeling. Um, when my, I think I've mentioned this, but might as well go for it. When my nan sadly passed away a couple of years ago um, and I was incredibly close to her, my mum, my nan and I all so, so close and I'm not gonna get emotional, but it's a happy tears kind of emotion if I ever do. When she passed away, um, I came back uh, from seeing her, came home, and outside my house I've got two security lights. They just look like normal lights. They hadn't worked forever. I mean, I'd lived in this house probably seven years maybe, and they just hadn't worked, and I couldn't work out why. They had like a sensor on them. And I just had given up. So, you know, just resigned myself to the fact that they didn't work. I came home and it was December time, so it was dark when I got home. And as I walked up to the front door, both of the lights suddenly turned on and I was like, <gasps> and I just knew that that was my nan sending me a sign. I just knew. I'm a very, very scientific person. I'm a very logical person. But I just knew that that was an energetic sign, an energetic symbol that she was okay and that she was like, don't worry, I'm here. And I think if you look at it as light as well, it was like she was kind of lighting the door for me, lighting the way. And then the next day, 
I had to go into our local shopping centre. Um, obviously, as I said, this was a couple of years ago. Um, and I always park in the same spot, always. My mum has always parked there. I always park there. It's in one of those like random bits of this big multi-storey car park that no one ever parks in. It's in the very bottom level when you turn right. Not that you need to know this, <laughs> but anyway, it's a good parking spot. Always park there. And for some reason, I couldn't this time. And I had to drive right up to the top of this massive multi-storey where it's open. And so I parked my car, went in, got the bits I needed. And when I came back out, I am not kidding you, directly above my car was this massive, complete rainbow. And I have never seen a rainbow so big, so colourful. And it was literally arching over my car. And I just thought, oh, it's another sign. Now, for some people, this might they, those things might not be signs. They might not mean anything for you, and that's absolutely fine. But I just knew. So when people ask me questions about signs and synchronicities, you just know. It might seem like something really out of the blue. And you might be like, why am I having my attention drawn to that? But you just get the feeling that that is the sign. And it can mean whatever you need it to mean. It can mean you are being supported, that there is something bigger than you. It can mean that you're on the right path, but it will depend on what is going through your mindset at that particular time. Look for things like, you know, repeating numbers, patterns of numbers, angel numbers. Um, if you go onto Google and search the different angel numbers, there's loads of different interpretations. But the way I take it is there's no specific meaning other than the one that you know you need to see. So I really like 444. I don't know why, but it's just that kind of, that number makes sense for me. When I see it, it, to me, it's like you're on the right path, keep going, you're supported, keep manifesting. For some people, 222 stands out. Feel free, I mean, go for it, have a look on Google, see what numbers stand out for you. But that's another thing you can look for. And then the final thing I'm gonna say is, you can be really direct in asking specific questions from the universe. So I talk about this in the book as well. I used an example of one of my friends who was um, talking about two different job opportunities. And she, I'll leave it for the book, but you know, she got a really clear sign about which was the right one. But let's say you are deciding whether you should, I don't know, what might you be doing? Get a new job. You've got two options. We'll use that same thing. What you can do is you can say, right, universe, I want a sign to know if uh, joining this new company is the right thing for me. And you can actually be super specific and you can set a yes and a no response. So you can be like, if the answer is yes, I want to see a pink pig. If the answer is no, I want to see a green frog. And the reason I've chosen those is because actually, I did this recently, so just before I went to bed, which is a really good time to do it because you're into that kind of relaxed state, subconscious mind at the forefront, I asked the question, I was like, yes, pink pig, no green frog. And they're quite random things, or they certainly felt like random things for me, so I was happy to choose those. I woke up in the morning and I hadn't really thought about the question. I'd, I'd sort of set it aside knowing that I was just gonna see the sign when I needed to see it. Picked up my phone, classic me, you know, scrolling through my phone. Within seconds, I was on Instagram and I saw this video of this huge green frog. Now, bear in mind, I don't know if you've, 
I don't know if you'd be able to see on my Instagram, but I pretty much only follow accounts that are to do with mindset, manifestation, um, that sort of thing. And this huge, great big green frog was there. And I was like, maybe that's just a... And then I scrolled down and then the frog emoji came up in someone else's comment. I was like, okay, right, fine. Clearly the answer is no, that is good. And you'll just know, and it actually makes me laugh now how quickly these signs come. And if you're a little bit skeptical, choose really random things. Like for me, seeing a green frog was pretty random. If you have children, you might not think a green frog and a pink pig are that random because you might be like, well, my son or daughter's books have got those. We're always watching Peppa Pig. So choose things that feel a little bit out there for you because then when you see them, you'll be like, right, I know. Like for me, when those lights came on, honestly, and I knew no one had touched them. No batteries had been changed. No bulbs had been changed. Nothing. For those those um, security lights to come on, I just knew and that's how you know when there's a sign from the universe. So I'm going to end that episode here. If you have got any questions, any comments, just let me know. Remember, Six Figure Entrepreneur is starting on Monday, the 1st of February in my Facebook group. If you need any information, if you um, want anything, just send me a DM on Instagram at victoria.maskell, and that's M-A-S-K-E-L-L, or uh, drop me an email victoria at victoriamaskell.com. I'm going to be coming back with one more of these with frequently asked questions. So there's still just time to get your question in if there's something you would like me to answer. But have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I will speak to you all very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.